Monday, everybody, and welcome to another Art House Rewind. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Arliss. And we are here to talk about all things film, art, and culture, particularly as it pertains to Art House Cinema and the Babcock Theater. But before we jump into it, this is part of culture. We all just experienced it. Rockets is running a special this week of a breakfast burrito. I just had it, and it's incredible. Brian, your review... I, I love it. Yes, yeah. Arliss, yeah, you're it's so good. I uh, need a nap now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this will be a long, slow podcast yep. that we'll have to wake up Arliss a few times. I'm uh, drinking coffee. Okay, unlike you two, you're doing the right thing then. So all that to say, if you haven't been to Rockets in a while and are looking for a great wrap, they've got a breakfast burrito special this week that is top notch on many levels. You might say it's lunchtime, not time for a breakfast burrito. Oh, we any say, time is breakfast burrito. Time. We say you are wrong. Correct. Yeah. So all that to say, uh, don't miss that. A little bit of culture happening downtown Billings. But uh, we also got to talk about some movies. But yeah. before we do that. Brian, what are the three things you want to make sure people know about that are coming this week? Yeah, so um, the biggest things um, would be that we have uh, The Return. Sorry, Just Return is the <laughs> title of it. Um, it's a locally produced documentary by uh, Pete Tolton and Stan Parker. Uh, we have shown it at Babcock in 2022. We showed it, mm -hmm. um, you know, kind of premiered it there. It's done some other festival things like Mint and Big Sky Docks. Uh, but now it is doing its official run at Art House starting this Friday, the 2nd. Uh, there's going to be some special speakers at some of those. But yeah, uh, get tickets and check out Return on the big screen. Kind of kind of a cool story. Like for us, one of the reasons we love existing is Art House. When good stuff is made locally, now it has a platform and a venue uh, to be showcased. And we want to celebrate this film because it's great and good people are behind it. So... Yeah, yeah, come check it out. Lots Absolutely. of opportunities to see it. So what else? Um, also opening this weekend at Art House, uh, we have an Oscar contender. Um, it's up for international feature and best director and uh, best picture. Like it's got several awards lined up. It is the zone of interest. Uh, this is a Holocaust film. Uh, and it's directed by Jonathan Glazer, who did films like Under the Skin and Sexy Beast and... Uh, birth and things like that. So he's been around for a while. He started out as a music video director, kind of turned more traditional director. Um, this is only like his fourth or fifth film. So um, kind of an event when he makes a film. And uh, yeah, this one's getting lots of attention and looks really intense. Yeah, the clips that I've been seeing have been like, spooky enough to where I'm like, do I even want to watch this? It so looks, it's, yeah, it looks intense, but it looks really, really good. Yeah. So have you guys seen and Under the Skin? Yes. yes. Oh, Love it's it. It's one of my favorites. Yeah, it's so good. It's good. Yep. So, and, and yeah, kind of follows this family. Like, it's less direct Holocaust. It's more of this family that moves right outside of Auschwitz and is just kind of experiencing it um, through that. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it was nominated I'm for sound, right? Yeah, sound yeah, as so well. Yep, which I've heard a lot of people talking about. Sound in the film is is a big thing. Uh, and then lastly, um, I've got two series uh, at Babcock starting next Wednesday and Thursday. First is going to be um, I'm doing three of the Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks uh, romantic comedies at Babcock starting on Wednesdays in February. That um, will kick off with Joe versus the volcano on Wednesday, and then I'm also doing a series of William Friedkin films. William Friedkin was the auteur director that passed away last year, best known for The Exorcist, but we played The Exorcist already, so I'm showing some of the other films that he did, uh, starting with The French Connection on Thursday, and all of those will be um, 
enhanced a bit with some film discussion between me and my good buddy Lincoln Severe over Zoom. So a little bit of you know more insight into the film and uh, themes and that sort of thing in those recorded discussions. So check those out. And what every is that Thursday. series of films called? It's called Freakin' Friedkin. <laughs> Freakin' Freakin'? Freakin' Friedkin. There it is. I like it. So I missed it in the first time. I apologize. Yeah. So all that to say, lots of good stuff happening and more. All can be found at arthousebillings.com. But today, gentlemen, we want to spend the bulk of our time talking about two films. One that opened last week we didn't have a chance to talk about because we talked about the Oscars. Uh, and then the other one that opened for us this past Friday. We've yeah. had a chance to see them. And yeah. we, as always, have thoughts. So as we like to say uh, all the time, this is a little bit of a spoiler warning. So if for mm-hmm. whatever reason you like to go in blind and not know any anything, then by all means, please shut this podcast off. But if you want to hear our candid thoughts, whether we loved it, whether we hated it, and even some plot points potentially um, and not feel like the film is ruined for you, or maybe you've already seen it and just want to hear uh, what we thought about it, now is the time. Let's start out with this little known film that's kind of, you know, a lot of people found out about in the last week called American Fiction that we had and then was nominated for Best Picture, among other things. And so now all of a sudden, a lot of people are talking about it. Brian, what did you think about the film American American fiction. Actually, let's start with, give us a little snippet. What is American fiction? And then give us your thoughts. Yeah, so American fiction, uh, it stars Jeffrey Wright, and he is an author that is a little frustrated with the discourse among uh, black art and black literature in particular, and how, you know, he feels like it's being dumbed down for white audiences a lot. And so uh, in his frustration, he creates a work of fiction that uh, he tries to sell off as a real life story and he kind of makes it this sort of boys in the hood, you know, very exaggerated story thinking like, I'm gonna teach these guys a lesson, but instead it becomes a huge hit. And that's the main discourse of the story is him trying to, um, you know, sell that book that he didn't even really wanna make, but it became sort of a sudden hit. Yeah, just navigating that. So what did you think about the film? I really enjoyed it. I thought it was uh, well done. I think Jeffrey Wright does great in it. Um, I I kind of, I I, I would have liked a better payoff. I know you really enjoyed the ending. I was less so with the ending where I was enjoying the story thus far, but then it kind of took a turn that I wasn't particularly in love with, but it didn't ruin the movie for me either. Yeah. Yeah. Arliss, your thoughts? Uh, it was all right. I, <laughs> listen, I laughed a lot during the movie, sure. but it was, n- in terms of, for me, the tone seemed like all over the place because I'm like, I'm laughing a lot, but it also, for its subject matter, seemed like it was really cheesy for what it was. So sure. they kept making like, uh, joking about a character looking like Tyler Perry. And I was like, this movie kind of feels like a Tyler Perry movie sometimes because <laughs> <laughs> with how melodramatic and cheesy sure. it got sometimes. Well, yeah, it is a recommend, but yeah. I uh, do have some concessions about how like, as an overall experience, I wasn't kind of felt long. <laughs> and for you, was it? It felt the movie felt long. You that, said okay. Yeah. So for you, because I could see this at least, and and I don't think you and I have talked about this, Arliss. But I mean, it it tries to skirt both things. It tries to be comedy, you know, funny, more highbrow comedy. You know, not not slapstick by any means, but like 
if you understand culturally what they're pointing at and talking about, there's some really, really funny moments. Yeah. But then simultaneously, they try to bring in a lot of drama and, you know, family things that are happening. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you know, the movie could have been either thing and it's doing both things. I, th I think personally, it does things, both things fairly well. Is that kind of what you're pointing at that, like, pick a yeah. lane and stay in it or? Yeah, that of like. The Alzheimer's storyline with the mom. It's yep. like she's forgetting about her family. Let's forget about her in this movie, you know? But, you know. Harsh, dude. Okay, <laughs> got it. Love it. So, uh, yeah. but you, if it was more strictly comedy, but then you, you feel like it would have landed even more in the Tyler Perry camp to use your terminology? Uh, not. Um, you think you yeah, could have been? Yeah, I think it would have been. Okay. No, I, I think it would have yep. made it like even more unbearable but like but that kind of insightfulness that it was having yep. a lot of it was like especially like sometimes I was being the only one I was the only one like laughing in the audience and so like especially the type of crowd that it's bringing people like the interesting part where it's she's like some of our regulars I'm like I'm a white lady and so I mm -hmm. felt called out and it was yep. like okay what's this movie and so then yeah finally like checking it out, seeing like what discussion came out of it. It's been cool to be a part of, but sure. yeah, I just, just a lot of it for me is like, we can like cut this down a little bit more cause it still felt really long. And that ending, I didn't really like the ending, sure. but I also needed the bathroom and I was like, just get on <laughs> with it already. <laughs> Thanks for the honest insight. I appreciate yeah. that. I think so for me, like I didn't watch, uh, I knew the premise of the film mm -hmm. as far as, um, he's an author and he, and he writes this satirical book. I did not know that it was going to blow up. I did not, uh, in a good way, I didn't know, you know, so much of the plot points. I really hadn't even watched the trailer. And so I was, I think for me, the length didn't, I didn't feel it as much because I wasn't anticipating what was coming already. I was just along for this journey. And so the length never really bothered me. I think the, the ending is something that, you know, either you love it or you hate it from the standpoint of it leaves some things nebulous that you're not quite sure. Like, I wish I was a little more concrete that we know that we know that this happened or this didn't happen or whatever. But it, it opens the door for, okay, what did that mean? And so I think, you know, you could definitely be on that. But I think for me, as somebody that didn't know where it was going mm -hmm. to end and not know where it was going, I was along for that journey the whole time. So I think that's probably for me why the ending was okay. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. Especially when the first time it does trick you at that ending where I'm like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. And then yeah. here, then it kept going again. Yeah. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, we're... we're choose your own ending sort of yeah. thing. So, um, yeah, I will say that when I, when I first saw the promos for this, it felt a little, and I think, Arliss, you had mentioned it too, of the, you know, it feels a lot like it was going for the same thing Bamboozled did 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And I would recommend Bamboozled over this, I think. All okay, right. I haven't seen Bamboozled. Yeah, Spike Lee movie from 2000. Um, I mean, it's not a perfect movie either, and it definitely shows its age in that it was shot on video back in 2000, so it looks like mini-DV. Okay, uh, okay. But, uh, God, it looks like some Dogma it's, 95. It's got a lot of, yeah, a little Dogma 95 in it, but it's, uh, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a lot more harsh than this one for sure, but it's uh, it's 
was more, more fascinating to me. Sure. So. Sure. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, I, they, these weren't booked as a theme, booking no, by no, any no, no. means, but then Origin, <laughs> which uh, also is a film that's dealing with race. Brian, what's the quick uh, needs to knows on this film? Uh, Origin is sort of the story. It's, it's almost the real-life story of the book that the film is based on of a woman who undergoes some personal tragedy, but from that she pours herself into this book about systemic racism and uh, is mostly a lot of the film is just a dramatized version of this author researching and having conversations and traveling and doing all the all the work into making this book a reality. <laughs> yeah. So I'll go first on this one. I really enjoyed this film. I uh, and. I loved it from the standpoint of it was a fascinating way to put a book on screen. I felt like at the end of the movie that I had essentially not read the whole book, but mm-hmm. I understood the book in a way that, that was meaningful, and it made me want to read the book, which you know, typically when you're basing a movie off of a book, that's the goal that you're looking for. Like, you love the movie? Go read the book. It's even better, that kind of thing. And so I did uh, find it really fascinating because the book is not necessarily something that you want dramatized uh, right. as far as the content of the book. It's not you know what you go to the movies for all the time, but you feel like you're exploring the themes and hearing about these conversations and watching kind of this journalistic tale of someone discovering yeah. the thread of the book. So I, I really, really enjoyed that. I also enjoyed, uh, you know, it, it felt like it was an invitation into some of these conversations around race, mm-hmm. but it wasn't a film that was trying to fix racism or wasn't a film that was necessarily just, you know, uh, trying to get you feel emotional, all, all hyped up about this, this topic and this issue uh, for us as humanity and then walk away feeling horrible and you know we've we've seen those film come yeah. that it, like yeah. it's just gut punch after gut punch yeah. and then that's all it was this was again because of the conversation and dialogue and it was an invitation into this text that yeah. i kind of quite honestly kind of want to explore myself yeah so. yeah i i enjoyed i enjoyed it enough i enjoyed a lot of the concepts i enjoyed a lot of the um the conversations that were being had um i I, I will say it's a two and a half hour movie yeah. and I felt every minute of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I joked that I would have loved this film in high school, had the teacher like wheeled in <laughs> the TV and said, Hey, we're going to watch a movie this week because that's it a is whole week. super fascinating, <laughs> but it's also two and a half hours. So yeah, yeah. it's going to be a whole week of class of <laughs> trying to watch this movie. Yeah. But, but I do find it super fascinating. It, it's, it's in a way it's, comparing it with American fiction, it's like this is actually the sort of book that Jeffrey Wright's character would have wanted yeah. to have written is something along these lines. So playing them back to back, a little serendipitous in that this is sort of the the story that he would have wanted to tell, whereas American fiction is more of the fake story that he ended yeah. up making. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's really well done it was just a bit of a chore to get through <laughs> and and i think you know to the american fiction um connection like american fiction tried to you know deal this conversation around uh, you know race mm-hmm. and perception and stereotype and all those kinds of things and have this dramatic stuff happening in yeah. his life at the same time in his family this film is doing a similar thing it's having conversation about race and all, there's all this yeah. drama and tragedy happening in her personal life yeah. and i think unlike american fiction while i can 
I think I can understand why the filmmaker would choose to add some personal, mm-hmm. you know, tragedy and story to this. I'm not against it. Yeah. That is where I started to really feel the length of it because, yeah. you know, it was for me, it was, you know, what I asked Arliss earlier, it was a pick a lane moment for me as far as like, OK, yeah. is this a drama about her life or is yeah. this an exploration of these concepts? Because yeah. they don't always feel interconnected. You know, it's two separate yeah. stories. It was it feels like yeah. Arliss, you're chomping at the bit to tell me how much you love this movie. Go for it. Haven't seen it. Oh, I thought you'd seen this <laughs> no, one. I haven't oh. seen it. But, uh, yeah, so when I do get around to it, Ava yeah, DuVernay, yeah. she's been a filmmaker where I don't quite love her movies, True. but she's yeah does interesting work all yeah. the time. Like, she's constantly doing stuff, even yeah. if, unfortunately, it's a wrinkle in time she does sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mostly uh, Wrinkle in Time, The 13th, and Selma were kind of her big films before this one for yep. you listening. Um, Selma does get a recommend for me along with that documentary too the 13th is great yeah Um, but yeah it's it it, it is weirdly this film it it kind of tackles a lot of the which I know is a hot button issue of the critical race theory it it really is an exploration of those sort of things but in not the scary uh, you know Tucker Carlson way of, sure. of going about it that it, it it really kind of outlines these things that I don't think about in my day to day life mm-hmm. and and it, it really is an accessible way to understand it without it feeling like a lecture yeah yeah <laughs> so. and I, I yeah again for me this is the for me personally like the kind of book that I might pick up and just mm-hmm. explore because I'm interested in it and I just really enjoyed the. Uh, let's make a movie on this book and the way they went about it. There's a part of me that there's so many other great books out there that are yeah. are nonfiction. It's like this is how you could do a dramatic telling of this kind of book that it, it's really fascinating and, and really well done on that front. So yeah. definitely, I think worth a worth a two and a half hours if you got it. Yeah. So yeah, split it across a week of classes. It'll it'll be <laughs> great. Exactly. So yeah. well, gentlemen, all, all you teachers out there, just just save this one for your class. Yeah, it'll be great. I know they don't wheel in TVs on carts anymore man no that, that was always not. the best day of school when the tv cart was in the room and you're like well, something magical yeah. is about to happen yeah. now they just have tvs on the wall all the time so they don't understand right, the they magic just used a projector yeah. that's in the room already yeah <laughs> all right you kid yeah. all right so but, but for real i would have i would much rather watch something like this in class than something like amistad or sure. 12 years a slave or something that just feels like you know, we're going to make you feel bad yep. for the whole time. It's like, no, this this will still touch on those things, but not in such an overbearing, like, you know, we need to, to see feel get super sorry all the time. Yeah, it's not hyper-emotional. There's, yeah. an, there's an intellect, and not that there is an intellect in the other films, but this is yeah. very intellectual, and uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Arliss, I'm excited for you to watch it and all give right. us your feedback, so... Other than that, thank you so much for listening, being a part of this. And uh, we got lots more great films coming. A lot of those Oscar films we talked about last yep. week, in Brian has been working hard to bring in. Before the Oscars, so. I hope to have a lot of those checked off the list. So we'll get there. So thanks so much. Hope you're doing well. Hope to see you at the movies really soon, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.